Previously on the Game of Rassilon. It is uh, November 1918, and you are in Toronto, Canada. Millie, I was a hospital in Toronto in 1918. Sound Ooh, familiar to you? Here's a fine. How do you do? Yes, I. I actually. Uh, I've got a few friends floating around here, and uh, unfortunately, I'm probably laid out in one of these beds. If you're just visiting, you probably want to go out the way you came. The, uh, the exit to the other end of the ward does lead to the quiet ward. What's the trouble with the patients in the, in the quiet ward? Just the hospital would prefer that you uh, not disturb the people in the quiet ward. I immediately head towards the quiet ward. Okay. I follow. <laughs> I also follow just like hand over face, just having a day. The walls are lined with beds, each one occupied with a victim of the sleeping sickness. There are iron lungs and ventilators and other pieces of equipment. Do I have an indication that they're alien in origin? Absolutely you do. It looks like this equipment is designed to collect somnatic energy, or, or dream energy. If you, Ooh. you approach the back of the room and most of the equipment seems to be uh, collected around one... Uh, one bed near the, near the greatest assortment of the hospital hardware um, and you see a, uh, a young woman laying on this bed her features are younger um, and she is still as she rests but it is unmistakably a young Amelia Earhart. oh no existential crisis as, as you turn you see a group of doctors and nurses um, approaching you their faces are obscured by surgical masks and they are brandishing scalpels sores and syringes and as they move in cold and determined you realize that where you are right now you are cornered there's no doors there's no windows in this corner of the ward and there's no way that you could possibly get to Millie and Travis in time before the doctors and nurses do Welcome back to the Game of Rassilon. We're picking up right where we left off. Um, you're trapped in the 1950s house of the future of death. Uh, the Chumbly, that you believe to be a Roomba in the first part, uh, is moving towards you. And housewife June Maven is uh, screaming. She's, she's terrified because of this machine come to life. Uh, and all three of you just uh, uh, come back um, where you were left off. Where we left off. Millie, uh, from the last part, important, uh, the couch is still on fire. I've never felt my anxiety spike so strongly in my entire life. Well done. We did it. Well done. You did it. Um, I suppose I put out the couch fire. <laughs> well, good. Uh, let's roll uh, for putting out a couch fire. Um, let me look here. What do we think that'll be? Oh, that is almost certainly going to be, uh, I Wait. would say, coordination? I just lit that couch on fire because our football team won the match. So I was celebrating. <laughs> My head hurts a lot. <laughs> the Chumbly rolls towards you menacingly, but also kind of stupidly, because it's uh, a Chumbly. Uh, um, uh, just sort of wiggling towards you, going, Extinguish the flames! 
It's going to be coordination and athletics, I think, to put out the fire. Why are there two DMs? <laughs> There's only one uh, GM. I'm just asking Ben for some help with. Yeah, That's I'm, how we've always run the game. I'm the engineer. I'm, I'm monitoring the levels. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, uh, coordination and athletics. Coordination and athletics. Fifteen. Oh, don't wow. look at me! I'm not the GM. I can't. Um, I have no idea where to put my face right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I had it as a tricky, so I'm going to give you a, uh, a yes, but um, the the couch fire is out, but the couch is ruined. Um, my couch and june, was it your couch i don't know no uh, june uh the housewife 50s housewife is like my couch I, you've ruined it and the chumbly is like repair the sofa i think the fire ruined it but okay um wait am i millie am i me oh wait a minute i have no idea what's going on uh you look at yourself and you are still millie of course you're in uh, the clothes you remember that you've always worn, a pilot's uniform and goggles. It's, it's like your uniform. You've never changed from before in your mind. Similarly, uh, Travis, you're back in your librarian doctor! uniform. Uh, and doctor, you are in like a random smattering of previous doctor outfits. Okay. Mostly season 18 Tom Baker. Oh, great. Well, um, I suppose my voice is back now because suddenly I have a little bit more of a semblance of what's going on-ish. But... Doctor, <laughs> why does my head hurt? Um, <laughs> you oh. will surrender to the superiority of the Chumblies. The weird little creature what? keeps rolling. I slap myself. <laughs> Travis has vanished from the house. Very strange. Yeah. Also, June is now an octopus. Why have you ruined my couch? That's that, June now. That confirms my theory. Um, let's just both do what Travis did. I slap myself as well. Okay. I will also slap myself. The, ch- oh, the last thing you hear is just the Chumbly going, Seals your slappings! And then you wake up. Uh, you wake up slowly, <laughs> groggily, uh, to realize that you are tied to one of the beds in the quiet ward. Uh, the doctors and nurses working around you and on various patients. And you realize that all of the officials in this ward are likely somnivore farmhands tending to their artisanal crop of human cattle. Well, darn. <laughs> Question. Answer. Am I also in one of those beds? Because I was definitely, because I was separated from them when they were being surrounded by them. All but... three of you are, okay. are currently tied. Just want to make sure. Okay. All right. Well, I'm not a fan of this um, as an activity. Um, I'd say, as, as Dr. Catchphrases go, might need a little bit of work. I think it's in a good <laughs> direction. I like where your head's at. Not a fan. Um, all right. Um... Hello, um, could you, could you untie me? That would be fantastic. Uh, all of the doctors and nurses, if they can hear you, they are not acknowledging or responding. All right, well, guess I live here now. <laughs> <laughs> End of adventure. I said, I said that in character. Yeah, yeah. okay. Right, uh, excellent. Um, <laughs> I'm going to, upon realizing that I've been bound, I guess, to the bed, um... I kind of want to quietly try to loosen the ropes. Like, I assume because this is like an older, uh, you know, bet it's kind of cold out. Maybe if there's any like jagged edges or something I can use to cut on the rope or like some um, like rest areas where maybe the metal's just a little more. If you want to make, I mean, if you want to change it so that there is a harsh edge for the, for you to kind of 
thing the rope against. Yeah, um, like, you, if we're tied, I'm imagining, yeah. I'm, for those listening at home, like, I'm, like, lifting my hands above my head, and, like, presumably, if there's, like, a, like, a, I'm imagining, like, a, a metal kind of, like, headboardy yeah. thing, so, like, and again, for an older bed, you know, being in a colder climate, like, if there's any signs of rust or anything like that, like, the metal's gonna be a little serrated, yeah. and so that's kind of what Millie's looking for. If that okay. doesn't exist, then that's if fine. If you want to spend two story points, it can exist. Ooh. Yeah, you know what? Let's have a time. Let's do it. Travis is trying to reach with his teeth to possibly undo <laughs> a rope, but I have a feeling there's just not nearly enough give on the rope and uh like he's biting at the air like a solid foot away from his hand yeah, yeah well <laughs> like fry <laughs> um well if i can kind of quietly get mine undone yeah. i'm gonna just silently and quietly you know like finger to, to mouth for the moment to the doctor and travis and i'll untie theirs yeah i'm gonna okay. trust millie yeah if you want to do that if you want to try to maneuver around the uh, the doctors and nurses without them seeing, mm-hmm. um, that is going to be a roll. How do you feel about that? I, that's fine. Ro- let's roll it up. Do that's... you still have your mustache on? Yes. Yes, you do still have your mustache on. <laughs> but keep in mind, they know they don't know who you are, but they certainly know that you shouldn't have been here. And they, they that's know. fine. That um, has nothing to do with my mustache. We are going to make <laughs> this uh, resolve and subterfuge. Alrighty. I have no subterfuge because A, you've met me, and B, you've met this character. Um, and, uh, resolve is hello. Let's see what we do. Good roll. Ten. Jean. Um, okay, so I'm gonna make that, that is going can, to be, actually, no, I need to. Can the mustache add one to subterfuge? <laughs> <laughs> Nine. Plus one mustache. Yes, plus one mustache. Alright, so eleven. <laughs> Okay, so that that is going to contest against their awareness and 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Um, if you want to spend another story point, you can nudge yours up to the next <clears throat> tier of success, because right now you are um, you are in failure, which is no but. You can nudge it up to a yes but if you want to spend another story point. I... Yeah, I do. I okay. do. I can't... Yeah, like, I think that... The hardest part about this game is being precious with your story points. Yeah. Like, it really, truly is, is, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. Yeah. You get them back. I know. <laughs> but not right away. Okay, so yeah, so I'm at yes, yeah. but. Yeah, yes, but. So you, you do, um, uh, you do sneak past them towards, who did you want to uh, untie first? The doctor. Okay. Sorry, Travis. Um, <laughs> But you you, uh, you become aware of a uh, a gentle beeping of hardware from the far end of the uh, of the ward where the doctor was when you guys were initially captured. Okay, wait, and I and I'm kind of just like going like just no, I'm like motioning to you like don't. don't okay, don't. Okay, then in that case, uh, um, hmm. in that case I definitely go. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I mean like in that case like I'm gonna take the doctor's cue on that one. Um. But I guess if I'm free, then I'm going to kind of like keep it like looking like I'm restrained. Um, but, uh, I'm normally I would say, oh, but I prepare uh, for an attack. Um, this is going to sound very silly, but, and if we want to retcon this, we totally can and or it's up to you as the DM's discretion. I have my crazy wrencher 5000 from previous games that I'm wondering if I would have put <laughs> in my new suit. 
Um, I assume anything in my pockets in my old suit I would have put into yeah, my I, new one. I don't but... see any reason why you wouldn't still have that. Cool. So I'm just going to be aware and let you as the DM be aware that my Rancheroo 5000 is in my pocket just in case. Okay. Cool. Uh, a, a doctor figure with a surgical mask and uh, a little hat. Just a little hat. It's got propeller on it. No. Um, Weird guy. Uh, kind of. We know. keep things light here in the Quiet Ward. Yeah. It's like the Patch Adams of this yeah. 1918. Big floppy shoes. He's got. He's got a big red clown nose. Excellent. It's Robin Williams. And he he comes up to you and uh, he. Uh, it's great audio, I think. And he uh, uh, he comes over and he appears to. Um, uh, he appears to be reaching out to just kind of check your vitals, like check your pulse and, okay. uh, you know, for, uh, hand on your forehead to just kind of quickly do a, you know, a, a ballpark temperature check. Okay. Um, I'm going to kind of give like a little, like, I, I guess the tiniest of like distressed, like uh, kind of like when you're asleep and you're uncomfortable kind it's of like noise. A passing moped. What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, like, uh, Kinda. <laughs> I'm doing a lot more neck movement than I was anticipating with this. Uh, but yeah, you know, like when like you're sick and like you flinch in your sleep. Yeah. Like I'm trying to basically recreate that. Okay, uh, I'm g- that's definitely going to be a performance then because I'm gonna I'm gonna have you do uh, presence and convince. Yeah. And do we still get the plus one on convince because uh, of our dapper outfits? Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. Keep, I'm gonna let you keep that buff. Plus nope. one mustache. We'll go with convince. Cool. Yeah. All right. Presence so, and convince, please. So presence and convince. Super good. Uh, excellent. So, f- I'm, so I'm starting with a nine, ten plus the one, uh, nineteen. Nineteen is good. Dope. Uh, you are contesting his. I'm gonna say his awareness and medicine. It's a it's a success. So it's just a straight yes. So you're able to convince him that you're just sleepy, asleep and distressed. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Like you're having a bad dream. Cool. It's kind of the vibe you're giving off to him. Neat. Um, he uh, or she or they uh, are apparently they're satisfied with whatever vitals they get from you and they walk off to another bed. Cool. Actually, they start to walk towards the doctor. All right. Um, I'm kind of doing a similar thing where, like, I'm going to pretend to be asleep because it seems to work out so far for really. Right. Roll, them, roll them bones. It's going to be presence and convince. Okay. Okay. I got a seven on top of an 11. So, so I'm yeah, well, so I'm I'm gonna get uh, two big gulps. Oh, I get two two uh, hot dogs and a big gulp because I think okay. that's like two dogs. I so that would be a eighteen total. Okay. And do you have a rewards card with us? Yeah, I do actually. Okay. I, I actually, if you scan this, this gives me points for okay, that. Okay. Cool. You've actually you've actually accrued enough points to get a free hot dog. Oh, cool. So I get yeah. one of the hot dogs. So you get a hot dog as well. You awesome. can add I, that I, to your inventory. Yeah. Oh, sorry, your stuff. I'm gonna put that on my stuff. Oh, hot so. dog inventory <laughs> is the best inventory. <laughs> what? <laughs> I rolled an 18 total. It will be great. Like four okay, so you are uh, you're right now. You got a failure. You got a no, but he rolled a okay. 20. For they the sake of fun storytelling and role playing, I'm going to accept the failure. Okay. Um. So the the somnivore is checking your vitals. Is not convinced by your performance. Um. <sighs> it's no. Because I went. Oh! <laughs> oh, I'm asleep and distressed. Eyes. Yeah. Um. And uh I think I think probably what happened in my mind is that like I was literally watching Millie and then yeah. they walked over and I was like like I like shuddered back to my <laughs> yeah, spot. That was <laughs> yeah. So um it's it's no but so he's the, the somnivore's not a hundred percent convinced mm-hmm. um but is kind of leaning in closer to get a a, a kind of a better look and a better read. Okay. Um <laughs> You open one eye, looking yeah. at it directly. Um, <laughs> as an alternative, just a gentle, like a little little kiss. <laughs> I'm not that exact thing. So now I'm doing it. Yeah. 
<coughs> yes! <laughs> right on the cheek. <laughs> I'm not equipped for this. Um... <laughs> I think the doctor should solve more problems with gentle smooching, really. I, think I mean, it was I the mean... first thing the eighth doctor did when he got his memory back. So <laughs> that, that was works. not a gentle smooch, but yeah, sure. You bet. Novelization, it was a little gentle. <laughs> It just fits right with that personality trait of like keeping people on off balance. Yeah. So I do think I leaned up, and I think I think it was like right there. And I don't think that yelling would have done anything. And so I literally yeah. just went. Uh, the the somnivore is is startled for a moment, um, and it kind of doesn't really know what, like wide eyed, confused, doesn't know what to do or where to look, and then um, walks over to a panel on the wall that is actually near um, where Travis is laying. Um, and uh, reaches out to hit a button. Wait, wait! Before you hit anything, I have an itch on my nose. Could you please help me? <laughs> we're just, we're just awake. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, 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 no! I'm not pretending to be asleep. I'm telling this person that I have an itch on my nose and I can't reach it because I'm bound. He, the somnivore, looks down at you with befuddled confusion. Are you actively going to try to get, get the somnivore to scratch your nose? Yes. Then this is going to be presence and convince again. Good gravy. Okay, so six and then a plus one for the convincing general, so seven. Uh, that's a terrible roll. That's a ten. Oh, this is... This, this, is, uh, this is bad. Oh, no! Okay, so that's... Um, that is ten on the dice. Um... <laughs> Okay, you beat me by a lot. I get it. Yeah, so I need to need to actually do the math because I need to know how badly you sucked. What, cool. did you, what did you? You rolled a ten, right? Ten in total. So this is ten. Ben, actually, the thing in the game screen is how well did you do, not how bad. How bad did, did you, you suck? suck? It's different. Oh, I've got the Torchwood screen. Gotcha, I'm sorry. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that is the most accurate thing. Um, <laughs> okay, so this is a disastrous failure. <laughs> the Somnivore rolled a twenty, so this is no and. It cuts your nose off. The somnivore hits the button, um, which makes a kind of gentle alarm go off, and then immediately leans in and tightens all of your ropes, securing you more tightly onto the bed. You now, you don't even have, like, slack room to move. You are... You are fully, like, adricked into this bad boy. I, I was going to make a comment, but this is a family-friendly podcast. That is where my brain was, too. Well done. <laughs> it's where most people's brains were watching um, Castrovalva as well, actually. Is it Castrovalva? True. Yes. And then I go, ow, now my wrists hurt. <laughs> uh, if the somnivore hears you, it doesn't care, and it, it, it starts <laughs> to kind of very quickly march towards the, the doorway... Um, leading out of the ward. And again, all of the other somnivores seem to be uh, shockingly doing the same thing. They are leaving this room. Okay, now that my ropes are tighter, um, I feel like... Chicken tonight? Ugh, Benjamin. Yeah? <laughs> uh, I feel like because there's less slack, I might actually get more pull from the bed if I try to move. Ooh. So, Ooh. I'm actually going to attempt to roll the bed Ooh. on its side. Wow. Oh, 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 oh. All cool. right. Yeah, this is going to be um, uh, got coordination and athletics. Absolutely. Could no, I know, spend strength and athletics? Could I spend a st- uh, story points instead? Because Instead? Sheer uh, adrenaline? Yeah. yeah. Um, if you want to spend... 
four story points you can you can just I will spend this. four story points to okay, do that. So describe to me what you're doing and how it works. So ideally I'd like to be able to like jut myself forward but mm-hmm. I don't think that's like physically possible. So my second best plan is to um kind of like hoist my body towards the side using all of the momentum of my body to um tip the bed over with the hopes of either the bed breaking or the rope snapping. Mm-hmm. Um, but regardless to basically free myself in a <laughs> not stealthy way <laughs> at all, <laughs> but basically just getting out of this. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so it's a very sudden kind of a, a, like a sharp twist move. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, like throwing like, all of my weight, like kind of like shifting one side to build up a little bit of momentum and then jutting the other way to like, you know, it's an old bed, or, you know, or I'm sorry, I don't know if it's an old bed, but it's, it, you know, it's, it's an, it's a bed made in, yeah. you know, the early 20th century, you know, it probably isn't like steel or anything yeah. like that. So even if it's enough to like knock one of the posts loose to get my hand free, just something violent okay. to free myself. All right. Um, yeah, I like that. So you 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 twist and you get some momentum, and then the 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 between the 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 pull of the gravity from 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 flipping the bed and your own like sheer adrenaline strength, you're able to pull. Um, one of your hands comes free, like you're, it's no longer restrained by the rope, and maybe that's enough for you to be able to untie all of the other parts of the rope. Great. And as soon as I'm free, I uh... well, I was going to say while he's doing that, I'll. Free the doctor because I'm okay. technically yeah. not. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. So now everybody's but, free. Huh? Um, yeah. As you're doing this, oh, I'm also going to pick up a piece of the bed that I can use as possibly a weapon. Okay, brilliant. Um, Good so, man. Yeah, because the way that you pulled it off is it's pulled off this kind of sharp part of the bedpost. So you've now got this like metal stake. Yeah. If you ever come, come across any robot vampires, <laughs> you are set. Dope. Um, That's the next serial, isn't it? You came up with robot vampire very quick. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, 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 Michael, we've got some rewrites to do. Uh, scrap everything. They're <laughs> on uh, the robot deal. Get up. X-ray on no, it's, the metal name. It's robot werewolves. Robot totally different. Robot it's, werewolves. It's, yeah, it's, totally it's, separate. It's android werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> robot bar mitzvahs. <laughs> Hang on, I've got to make a quick call. Hi. Hey. Uh, hi. Uh, Brendan? Fraser? Hey, just a quick call. You, you, don't, yeah, you don't need to come in anymore. Yeah, we're good. Oh, good. Yeah, we, we dodged the bullet. Yeah, no, yeah. we had to scrap it. <laughs> All right. Um. So, am I being free from the bed at this point? Yeah, I would All have. Right. While Travis was hulking out in the corner, I would <laughs> yeah. have. Okay, uh, yeah. So much um, for the quiet room. Here's the I've... thing. Still very impressive. Well done. Well, Thank so, you. <laughs> uh, just a couple of things. So, um, as the somnivores have left, a large metal shutter. Um, uh, again, looking very anachronistic. This looks like a like a sci-fi spaceship shutter. Although I want to stress that the building itself is not a spaceship, so it looks okay. like it's been fitted. Has has like Star Wars like sped up in post. <laughs> okay, good. Because a building that was like a spaceship would have been yeah. like a lame plot twist to have but happen. That, so that a lot yeah, wouldn't that be lame? Yeah, it'd be God, terrible. Could you imagine the kind of hack right? Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, and then um uh, that alarm, that kind of gentle but piercing alarm is still going. Um and just just for context, the the, the disastrous failure, the no and um, it's comparable to a hard move in something like mm-hmm. Monster of the Week or the Apoc- Apocalypse System. So, okay. um, I want to let you know that something's a coming. So you better watch out. <laughs> you better... Okay. Um, yes, it's Santa Claus. Santa Claus I'm... emerges. 
I'm going to make a very stupid decision right now. Um, and I run over to where the other Millie is, mm-hmm. and I just start unhooking everything attached to her. And, like, okay. all the things that are, like, that are, like, that look alien. Like, if there's okay. actual life support so attached to her, I'm not going to unhook that. But Nothing is actually physically connected to her. There is a metal plate mm-hmm. uh, under her pillow okay. that is wired into that kind of anachronistic, like... So she's, okay, she's I'm going to rip those charger. wires out from under that, under that plate. Okay. Um, the young, the younger Millie starts convulsing. Uh-oh. Um, um, I start to fade that, away from pictures and history. That may, <laughs> <laughs> that may have been stupider than I meant it to be. Yes, it's bad. What do you do? Um, okay, um, I, like, put the wires back and, like, <laughs> like twist them back together. Like, she, yeah, I, I would say that what you did, like... Just for this, we'll say there's like a MacBook style magnetic like disconnect mm-hmm. to the plate. Okay. And you just kind of pop it back in. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, in- she immediately stops convulsing. <laughs> okay. But there's definitely a moment there. Because I, oh, I you've mean, like, not seen- yeah, yes. like I freed the doctor. I probably would have at least tried to follow. Yeah, I'm yeah. okay so, with that. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. This is so unless, like, like, Travis like, stops me. I, I'm going to say that out of character, I have no problem with you finding yourself in this bed. I'm saying in character as a doctor, she oh, would yeah. try to stop yeah. you, but okay. you finding it out of ca- for me as a player, that's fun role-play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, yeah. absolutely. I but, like, that's just say... it. I, I would have been trying to follow the doctor, yeah. like, behind. So, like, unless something happens between here and there, like, yeah. you yeah. know. Travis mm-hmm. would have stopped, but I think the shock of landing and breaking the bed like i was still on the ground kind of like getting my bearings when you yeah. brush past and i was like wait no yeah okay um and i also just want to say as your friend that i have no problem with you finding yourself that's so nice <laughs> all right um so <laughs> i true. okay so when that when that seems to not be the solution i i adjust it and i look at Millie and go Tell you, sorry about that. I thought that was going to be a fix, and it was not. So, um, she is not looking at you. She is looking at the younger version (laughs) of herself hooked up to an alien machine. Uh, Question, Millie, do you, her eyes are, did you have sleeping sickness at any point in your life? Um, uh, 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 this, uh, mm, uh, uh, she's just kind of having a moment here. Sorry. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Okay, well, I'm very sorry that I almost did that to you. Um, could we try waking her up instead of just ripping machines apart? Which, to be fair, is kind of on me, but, um... Are there, are there any medicines around that wake people at, like, adrenaline or something? I look I, around I for medicine. Yeah. I um, I would say that, uh... I would say there isn't any any medicine immediately around the area that you recognize, but I'd also say that with your knowledge of the the uh, the sleeping sickness, you would know that there's there's unlikely to be a way to actively wake Millie from the state that she's. Okay, I'm assuming she's not naturally in the sleeping sickness. I I would I would say it's it's a little from column A, a little from column B. All right, I can continue to stare into the void of my own existential dread. It's fine. There is there's the sound of machinery overhead. Oh, look, a ceiling fan. Like something arriving, or like it's already, it's like Something's moving above you. Okay, uh, I shoot at Spider-Man, and I, um, <laughs> okay, um, I, I glance up at the ceiling. Uh, you can't, it's, it's not, 
It's 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 above this. It's like reverberating. Through. Oh yeah, I know. I get it. Yeah. I'm just saying, like that's what yeah. I'm doing right now. Like yeah. I'm looking up. I'm trying. I'm trying to like get an idea if I can tell like where it's at in the ceiling. If it's right above yeah. us. If it's like moving around. Like what's what's it doing? And what? How big does it sound like? Whatever it is, it sounds like it's it's pretty big, and it's coming from the um the the other end near the the the, the shutter that's come down. Okay. Um, this could be not not great. What's uh, what's the not great one? Bad. Bad. It's bad. It could be very bad. Doctor, um, mm-hmm. the somnivores, how do they extract the energy that they need? Is it through the machinery? Y- yes. 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 Okay. Um, I think they can do it naturally, but it's far easier for them to do it with the machines and they can store it up. Okay. So if they're able to take things out, conceivably, would we be able to things into people's dreams because hmm. I think I know a way we can wake Millie up. She I, like, looks at you for a second like, go on. <laughs> um, You two were in my dream, right? Like, I didn't just but dream. You were, you were in my dream, but yes. Okay, but um, <laughs> is there like uh, like a, like a headset or something to... I, I basically. Are you gonna Charles Xavier your way into my head? Yeah, well, yeah, well, it's Charles Xavier slash Inception, but Inception doesn't exist for Travis yet. But like, That's like, fair. can I? There was a Ducktales episode that I saw. And... <laughs> Oof. <laughs> there was a movie Dreamscape. Uh-oh. I um, heard the song Dreamweaver, and <laughs> I believe I can take you. <laughs> um, would it be able? To, would we be able to hook up something where we could go into Millie's sleeping Millie's brain and wake her up from there? Um, possibly. And I look around for any sort of like device that seems like a control control panel or something like that, or some sort of like device like that. Would politely remind the doctor that she's psychic. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wasn't sure. The, the doctor's psychic powers are so um like retcon frequently so i was like wasn't it's sure. on the traits list is why it's yeah stuck yeah in my for head. sure okay um, okay so yeah i guess i will try walking up and i actually think i need your help for this because you're we're going into your own brain so um, why are you going into my head i already this is a lot i i um uh, 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 and she's gonna take a moment and try to compose okay. herself and then just say what can i do to help uh, Millie, I I want to try to wake up your younger self, and I might need it might be useful if you work with me on this, but I also don't want to make you any more uncomfortable than you already are. So. I'm already very uncomfortable, but I I would like to be out of this situation as fast as possible. What what can I do to not be staring at myself right now? And before I I answer that question, I just put my hand to both Millie's head and then young Millie's head. Okay. You. And then I'm gonna, whatever I need to roll for psychic. Oh yeah, connection. there definitely needs to be a roll for this. Um, I need you to do a. Also, Riley, uh, just out of curiosity, do you want to say the word contact? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. I just <laughs> in my Doctor Who nerd heart. Contact. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay, so yeah, let's have you do a resolve plus awareness roll, which is a weird roll because they're both attributes, and typically yeah. the rule is attributes plus skills, but that's what the rules yeah. for psychic say. So let's <laughs> maybe because I'm not doing something that requires a skill, I'm using something yeah, that requires a power, and I'm already getting a bonus for the roll itself. So, and okay. I guess you guys are not going to contest this, or would you guys be contesting? I mean, it? one of us is unconscious, and the other one, <laughs> I'm, you know, I already said I would help. So. Yeah. Um, 
it's up to Travis if he wants to come with us or not. Because like, if he, he oh, probably, yes. I, uh, I, I, I should put, probably stand guard. Okay, because I put hands on on Millie's. And yeah. So I don't have any yeah, yeah. I'm out of hands. Um, okay. So okay. So okay. So that was only adding three more to my roll, but I started at 14, so that gave me a 17. Yeah. Does this game, because, like, technically we're both going into somebody else's mind, give, like, any kind of, like, I can assist or something like that, or or no? Uh, That's a great question. It is. Yeah. She is essentially going into her own mind. I'm going to yeah. go ahead and yeah. spend, if, if I can, if that, if that roll wasn't that, enough. I, that okay. actually great. That okay. oh, okay. fantastic. What I'm doing is I, so I put my hand on both Millie's, and so mm-hmm. I'm, like, pulling them. I'm, I'm like, entering okay. Millie's dream. I'm, okay. I'm entering... Sleeping Millie's dream. It, does it feel like when you point a mirror at a mirror and you're in the middle of it, kind of? Maybe. <laughs> like, like, kind of a, like a Last Jedi situation? Oh, oh yes. yeah, sure, yeah. Nice. No. Um, so, are you, were, you, were you putting yourself in the yeah. young Millie's dreamscape? Yeah. Or is it you and Millie? Me and Millie. Okay. okay I, I'm, bringing, I'm bringing older Millie with me okay. to try to convince younger Millie to wake up. Okay. Or like just to like break whatever thing is keeping her unconscious. So, let me describe what is about to happen. Okay. We um, both die. Got it. As you do that, this is what Travis <laughs> sees. So, you guys kind of slump over and fall asleep. Um, and as you do this, Travis sees a hatch in the ceiling slide open and a somnivore about a foot and a half taller than the other somnivores who were in here, a little bit beefier, still wearing medical garb, um, drops down, um, does, doesn't quite do the superhero landing, like the three-point landing, but definitely kind of like drops in a prone position and then stands up and just looks at you and you have a feeling this is not going to be a great time for you. I point my broken bed spear at it. Okay. We will come back to this in just a moment. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> we As come we back to the dream cave and Travis is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Millie, uh, you know where you are before you realize where you are. Um... The, the smell of the Kansas air is unmistakable. Um, it's 1904. You're an actress in Kansas. Um, and this is the farm you grew up on. Um, you look ahead of you, uh, uh, and you just see that you are on the roof of your tool shed. Um, and you've worked all day. You've, you've got the ramp just perfect. And you're ready to take your first flight. Um, what you now realize is that you're an adult sitting in this wheeled cart that is too small for you. Um, and the doctor is sitting behind you, even though it's a one seat car, you, you, you know, each other is there, but you're because of the nature of this dream, things don't necessarily make logical sense. So you're both there, but only one of you is there because it's your mind, but it's the past. There's this nebulous wave over everything. I'm absolutely picturing Calvin and Hobbes in a, in a wagon. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is. Email your fan art to show at thegameofrassalon.com. Oh, my God. Can you imagine the cool picture of, like, the doctor, like, Hobbes, like, like the stuffy Hobbes? <laughs> need it, medically. Like, a little doll of the doctor <laughs> and, like, a little young kid version of Millie. Millie and Doc? Yeah. Oh. Cute. Millie and Doc. Millie and Doc. There's a part of me that really really wants to just like relive this moment really quickly um but then there's another part of me that kind of realizes and like the doctor's presence i think kind of helps me realize that um 
I can't, no matter how much I want to right now. And so I remember before that the slapping thing seemed to kind of work. Um, like, I feel like the only way to get my mind out of this is if I, I agree to do it. I can't just slap myself out. And so I want to take a moment. I don't know uh, if it's like a resolve roll or, or something like that, but I want to take a moment to gather myself to know that this isn't real and that, that we need to go and then snap my fingers to wake up. Do a uh, resolve and survival check for me. Thank you. 11. I'm going to call that a yes, but. Okay. Um, so you are aware that you are in a dreamscape. You are fully reassured of what is real and what is fake. Mm-hmm. Um, but the snap doesn't work because you know you're here for a reason to complete a task. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Millie, we don't want to wake you, you, you up. We want, I, 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 okay. We yeah. want to find the younger version of you that's also dreaming here and wake her up. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Then I guess time to get out of the cockpit and give it a whirl. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll get out and I'll start to, to go down, I guess, to the, uh, cause you had said we were on the roof. You're on the roof. Uh, you're on the ramp. You're ready to take off. Are you? I say we go for it. <laughs> Honestly, that's all the permission I need then. Then in that case, <laughs> the doctor's like, let's do it. And I just hit it. And we're just gonna, you yeah. know. <laughs> I mean, we're in your dream. We should, we should live the dream out. That can only, only lead to fun. You don't need to tell me twice. Only and, uh, to fun and nothing else. You bet. Let's take off. Boom. Hit it. All right. Hit oh, it. There. God, now oh. I'm picturing inside out. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So I don't know what soapbox derby racing looked like in the 1900s, but I'll just imagine there's some sort of latch system. The uh, the cart starts flying. Uh, you and the doctor zoom off the ramp together, and you feel it. You're not held by gravity for this moment. You're beyond it. You're flying. You and I defying gravity. Hell yeah! And it's uh, it goes full grease. Uh, you and the doctor in this cart are actually flying off into the sky, clouds surrounding you uh, as you move on to the next task. In the, the waking world, um, as you are readying your... Uh, your Staff of Justice. Staff of Justice, yes. Um, cool you name. Notice, um, as this thing kind of creeps ever closer, you notice this... Uh, um, on the machinery, the, the, the anachronistic cogs and machinery you see at the very bottom as i described earlier that 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 bank of um of of four lights and one of the lights turns on um above that are four switches and the light above one of the switches starts flashing in a sequence it's red and red and red and green and red and red and red and green all while you notice this that big somnivore is still looming towards you. What do you do? Looming, but not advancing, right? It is looming, and I mean, I meant looming in an advancing kind of... It's an advancing in a looming sort of... Okay. Um, so, I definitely want to, like, swing the copyright Staff of Justice. Uh, <laughs> TM, TM, TM. Yeah, TM, TM. But uh, in a non-attacking way, it's more of a get back, get back okay. kind of thing. So, like, kind of, like, keeping a perimeter... Okay. Sort of thing. So we are now. What we're doing now is we're engaged in conflict. So that is our usual talk as runners do as fighters. Um, what you're doing, mm, I'm, I, I, 
if you can describe it a little better to me, that will yeah. That will have to take. I away. think I think my intention is to be a doer okay. in that um the you know like I'm definitely gripping the staff of justice TM um but waving it back and forth like making it known that this area is not to be crossed like okay. not rushing towards it to try to like physically do it harm but like the way a lion tamer would uh use a chair to keep a lion back okay. interesting okay so let's let's have that be a uh, presence that's cool <laughs> I di- yeah i do dig that i think because it's kind of a um you're trying to signal trying to communicate like yeah. back off mm. let's make that presence and uh and convince okay and then i have a uh, reliable which is i get a plus two to any task you are left on your own to perform by someone you trust okay. and i was left to defend the doctor yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll i'll give you that that's cool okay yeah go for uh it. so presence and convince presence uh and that's convince. six and then plus two for my uh reliable so an eight going in uh eight and six is 14 14 um yeah that's a yes that's a good that's 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 a straight yes so it's uh um it stops um and uh it looks at you for a moment and it extends a hand in your direction um kind of capaldi style <laughs> and um and you definitely get the feeling that you are on the receiving end of a psychic attack so i need you to do a saving throw for me um i need you to do resolve and ingenuity might i offer uh a counter to that I have an ability called Devotion. Mm-hmm. Once per adventure, when an action is directly related to protecting the well-being of, being of the object of the character's devotion or impressing them, nay, the Doctor and Millie, mm-hmm. uh, the character may gain a single temporary story point for which can only be used on that action. Okay. So I would like to know if I could use my Devotion ability to basically fend off this psychic attack without having a roll using that story point. Okay. Yeah, absolutely you can. Cool. Yeah. Um, I will, I'll actually. Defense! I'll, uh, uh, for you, for doing that as well, I'll make that a yes and. Okay. Um, so, good improv. Thank um, you. Um, the, the, um, you deflect the psychic attack, and this somnivore actually takes, kind of staggers back, and kind of, um, kind of falls to, to one knee as, as they try to kind of, um, kind of collect themselves. Meanwhile, this, uh, this machinery, that switch is, the, 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 the light above that switch is still blinking red, red, red. Green, red, 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 green. Okay, so this uh, somnivore is on one knee, and I sort of have the other upper hand yeah. at this point. And I continue pointing the staff of justice, and I say, "Turn off this machine without harming them." Uh, that is go- definitely going to be uh, presence and convince. And I have a plus one convince additionally. Uh, presence convince. Uh, that is, so that's a 13. Okay. Um, that is a, uh, that is a, a bad, unfortunately. He beat you by, uh, by five. Um, so that's just a straight no. Uh, could I bump it up with story points? You can bump it up, uh, if you want to spend a story point, you can bump it up to no but. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Um... I have I have a minor advantage okay. over this guy, so I want yeah. to use it even if it's not a whole heck of a lot. So with the no but, um, it's you st- you realize you still have this kind of gentle, like latent psychic link from where it tried to attack you, and um, in that moment where you're telling it turn off the machine, you suddenly uh, get this flash of knowledge 
transferred psychically, and you know how the machine works. Awesome. The machine is only half here. The machine is half in reality, and the other half is in the younger Millie's mind as an abstract. As as tasks are completed in the dreamscape, the lights will turn on on the bottom, and then it is up to you to activate the switches on the physical machinery. So you know the one light that is lit on the bottom means that a task has been completed in the dream that has um, effectively disabled that part of the dream version of the machinery. Cool. I hit the switch that corresponds with, you know, correct the correct save. Okay. Um, (laughs) The other thing that you know is this first switch, you have to hit it when it's on the green. Let me finish. I hit it when it's green. (laughs) Okay. Um, You know, um, through this data transfer, that if you get this wrong and you hit it when it's red, then the next version... The switch will still work, but the next version of the dreamscape will be a warped nightmare version of the dreamscape that will make it harder for Millie and the Doctor to complete their task. Okay, uh, so, go ahead and give me... It, it was three reds and a green was three, the cycle? It's, it's red, 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 green. I'm actually going to make you do a roll for this. Okay. Because um, so I was going to associate... I was going to associate music to it on the beat for me. Yeah. I was going to associate music, so it's like, you know, whatever rhythm you give me i was gonna try to pull a yes, 90s song red, red red green red 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 green, so tell red, me what you want red, what you really really red, want i'll tell you what i want red, what i really red. want hit i love it. So, yeah. yes I, yes then i'm gonna kiss you all over your face so i need you to do a coordination and technology check for me but i'm definitely giving you a plus four for yes. that baller wannabe there. uh coordination and uh and is three and three so three three six so i'm gonna have a 10 off the bat uh 17 you do it that is uh, <laughs> that is on the mark yeah you um you flick Dope, the switch at, on the green the light changes to white and <laughs> end of serial no um, the light changes to white um and you see you 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 hear a, like a low rumble, almost like a growl, as this somnivore looks up at you again with uh, with its kind of plain white eyes, and you're pretty confident it's going to get up and be on the move again. Hey, hey, Slowly. hey. Meanwhile. The first thing you hear is a very familiar sound. It sounds like the hospital you've just been in, but it's... There's so much more uh, groaning and shouting and suffering and pain that surrounds you because this isn't just a real memory. This is an emotional memory. It's what you remember of that time. Um, and so it's it's summer 1918. It's your first uh, moment uh, working in this clinic really outside of training. It's up to you. You're surrounded by all these people and this maze of corridors you have to navigate but you know you need to find the exit. Where do you begin? I'm going to do what advice I both gave to myself and the doctor gave me earlier, which is I'm going to take a deep breath and I'm just going to walk with confidence through this whole kind of hellscape and assume that I'm going to know how to get out. Your memory takes over. uh, And as you learned these corridors and these hallways... Over long months of hard work, it comes right back to you. Because, of course you do. You're doing the rounds. That's what you do. You cool. and the doctor. Yeah. 
And okay, as you cool. find the next room, you open the door, and, uh, well, you'll find out what awaits. Cool. I, I was going to say, I think that in that moment of, like, I remember the doctor's confidence and mm-hmm. thing, like, I will have taken your hand and just, like, led you through. And I think when you took my hand, I would have been, I trust you. That's all I would have said. Aww. The line that launched <laughs> a thousand fanfics. Um. <laughs> Again, show at thegameofwrestling.com. Yes, slash Millie. Yes. <laughs> TheGameOfWrestleOn.com slash Yaz slash Millie. <laughs> for the secret fanfic section of the website, uh, Mel has been writing fic for months, and we've been keeping it on the down. As opposed to this show, which is not at all itself fanfic. Oh, of course not, no. No, this is a fish... No, it's definitely not that. Um, um, Dan, you've been standing... Travis is a person in this game. Dan is not real. <laughs> I'm not? Oh, God. <laughs> Dan is sitting. Come Dan's, on. Dan fades away. Um, uh, Travis, you've been kind of standing for a moment, kind of keeping an eye on the somnivore as it, as it stares at you with its death glare, but also kind of keeping one eye on the machinery waiting for the next light to come on. Um, and the light comes on as the somnivore stands up again and prepares to begin advancing. What do you do? Um, I think that my priority is going to be on the machine. Um, I'm still going to, you know, basically be in a combat ready pose, but I think that, um, I'm, uh, let me do this with words and not act it out because the listeners won't be able to see this. Um, (laughs) I, uh, Travis is pointing the spear of justice towards the somnivore, um, but uh his head is turned the other direction towards the machine, but is kind of doing the thing where every second or two is okay. turning back and forth. Um There's no blinking this time on the light. There's no pattern, no sequence. The light above the switch has just turned this kind of almost orangey yellow, like a Wario yellow almost. Okay. Um And the switch is just ready to go. Uh So with one hand, uh, I, I hit it. Okay. Okay, I need you to do a... Uh, I need you to roll for uh, resolve and strength. Oh, I'm not very strong. Uh, wait, um, resolve and strength. Resolve and strength, yeah, both of those attributes. Oh, oh, both attributes, yeah. okay. Oh, um, my strength's not that bad. Uh, ooh, I rolled quite well, uh, so that's going to be a 16 in total. Okay, that's I rolled good. a 10 on the dice. That so. is fantastic. Um, you you don't actually you can't flick the switch. Um, you get an electrical shock from the switch. Son of a uh, gun! It doesn't. It, it stings. It doesn't hurt. You don't lose any uh, any you know coordination or, or skill strength points as a result of this. But you um, there's no way you can touch this switch with your bare hands. I use the butt of the spear of justice. That is metal. Do you wanna? Do you? Do you wanna? I, I no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, I untie my bow tie. Okay. And I wrap it around my hand, and I use the wrapped hand to press the button. I dig it. Okay, you flick that switch, and the light above turns white. Um, and but the somnivore is is starting to move towards you now. But we'll come back to that. <laughs> well, just real quick, I say, stand back. I have a bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> Nineteen twenty-four. You're not sure where you are. You're on a highway driving um, because you've been traveling across country this whole time. Um, you're in your old 
year-old uh, Kissel Speedster. It's a two-seater. You call it the Yellow Peril. Oh, dope car. I highly recommend fans look this up because it is A dope Bessie. car. It's straight up Bessie. Like what Amelia was it called Earhart, again? Uh, the Yellow Peril. Um, it's a Kissel Speedster. Um, it, it's amazing. Um, so, Doctor, you also feel... Very at home. Okay, just as a heads up, don't just Google yellow apparel because it's also do that. a very racist Extremely term. Extremely racist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. My There's mind kind of, of went there, too. Yellow journalism, <clears throat> but, you know. Um, oh, it's like Bessie. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what blew me away about this car is it's like Amelia Hart owned a Bessie. It's pretty awesome. Um, and you're on this journey, uh, and you know your mother is supposed to be in the passenger seat with you because the two of you were traveling cross-country. It's time to go to California. You're very excited about... Uh, the uncertain future ahead. Um, but instead, it's the doctor um, just knitting away like your mother would be. Uh, and you're, the, the wind is rushing through your hair, the excitement of being at speed but not necessarily being in a plane is, is, is still working for you. But then there's a, a bump in the road. Um, a tire bursts, uh, and you have to uh, recover, um, repair the car, potentially. Uh, but luckily, uh, you're a mechanic. You bet. Uh, that'll be really easy then. Then yeah, well, <laughs> I say that. Um, yeah, but then I'll, I will get out and, uh, presumably, you know, I've got my, my driving goggles and my gloves and I can just start going to town. So what do we got? Uh, looks like one of the tires, uh, has gone out, but you'll need to replace, uh, uh, something. It's not just a tire that's been busted. It looks like something has lo- uh, dislodged the whole uh, axle a bit. You'll have to get under there and get your hands dirty. Okay, cool. Um, then in that case, uh, I'll just so uh, just be a sec and just kind of you know I go to town. I do my thing. I, I, I think I can over. move, and I feel like I, the doctor like feels like she's not able to move out of the position of her mother because that's where her mother was sitting. So that's she's right. like, I doubt, I doubt her mother got out of the car to help her change the tire. You just so keep crocheting. Away. I'm like stuck crocheting, and I'm like, okay. I don't think that I can do. This. Can I make a pitch? Sure. Uh, are you are you knitting a scarf right now? I 100% in my mind was no, sure. <laughs> As the doctor realizes she can't move, uh, she also realizes she's been knitting the same scarf. Yeah. It's like 18 feet long yeah, now. Who would you scarf that using thing? all the yarn. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Excellent. Um, but yeah, so then what's uh, the mechanical uh, check that I need to make? Um, uh, uh, let's do a uh, ingenuity and, ooh, ooh, you know what? I'm going to do ingenuity and transport. Okay. It's more about driving vehicles, but I want to count. Yep. 16. Oh, yeah. That's a that's an easy yes. Um, nope. Yeah. Let's see. It's a yes, but. So, I mean, the car will still obviously drive. It'll just be a little bit more rickety, but um, you're Amelia Earhart. You'll be fine. Um, I also technically, oh, I guess that's on a fail. I was going to say, I have percussive maintenance, so whenever the character fails to roll a repair of some technology, I can immediately whack it with my fists uh, to make it work again. So, like, or, like, an, an iteration of that. So, if it's, like, even if it's, like, almost there, like, if I spend a story point to give it a little extra whackety-whack, like... Yeah, deal. Okay, cool, because that's a point of pride, I'd say, at that point. I love it. <laughs> You've got it, like, 95% there, yeah. and no matter what tool you're using, you just can't get it. So you spend that story point and give it like a Fonzie whack. You bet. And the tire just realigns because you know it's supposed to be aligned. It's it's your car. It doesn't fail you. Come on. Uh, so you get back in the uh, the driver's seat, I imagine. 
And there's uh, a very long scarf waiting when you get back. That's entirely fair. Yeah, <laughs> you just felt a big jolt, and then suddenly the car turned on again. Yeah. So I feel. Like... But I feel like the amount of time you were gone and the amount of length of scarf is here don't make any sense. Bob. You know what? That's fair. No, All yeah, right. You come back and the doctor's just fully surrounded, and like she's knitted the season 16 scarf, and then yes. the season 17 scarf, and then the season 18 scarf, and then Paul McGann's blue scarf. Yeah, Weird. and now you're just knitting like Jodie Whittaker's scarf. Yeah, like the 13th, but they're yeah, all the Paul connected. Smith one. Yeah. It's one huge, long omni scarf. I'm yeah. just imagining that you're kind of cocooned in a series. Of... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually, yeah. <laughs> Sounds so cozy. Excellent. Uh, Travis, you um, you don't even get a moment to see that the um, the the third light has switched on because you uh, the somnivore is is super close, looming at you now, and it looks like it's done playing mind games. It's ready for a tussle. What do you do? Um, I think I'm going to try to hit it with the blunt side, not the okay. pointy spot side. because okay, that's, that's still going to be fighting? Yeah. It's also doing the same thing as coming in for a punch. So um, what is what is your uh, what is your coordination? Uh, it is a three. Okay. But I uh, hate to admit that I have the clumsy uh, trait. All right. So I'm going to let the Somnivore have the first whack at you, um, which means that you are going to potentially take a hit here. Um, I'm going to need you to roll a coordination and athletics to evade. Um, do I continue to get my uh, reliable for the plus two? Because this is I'm still on yeah, my own. Absolutely. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. That was coordination and what was it once more? Uh, it's coordination and athletics. Okay. Four, five, six... Uh, that's 12 in total. That is a yes and, so I'm going to give you an, uh, uh, an opportunity to, uh, do something major without having to, um, uh, roll the dice. Okay. Travis has absolutely been punched before. Uh-huh. And <laughs> knows one when it's coming, and granted, he's not, like, a boxer or, like, practicing Bushido, mm-hmm. but, uh... With this, definitely sees the Somnivore come in for a punch and just ducks down and avoids it. And just, you know, while stomach level with the Somnivore, just give it like a sharp poke in the stomach with the with the uh, flat end yeah. of the Staff of Justice. Okay, that's great. Yeah, you you bop him. What? Where are you bopping? Right in the right in the tummy. Right in the tum tum. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's gonna throw up all those straight, dreams. <laughs> straight in the gunny works, and you, uh, you, 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 uh, you hit, you hit the somnivore in the in the gut, and it kind of, it kind of recoils, kind of clutching its stomach in a. Um, I don't know if any people in this room might really understand what like severe stomach discomfort is like, but it's like a, uh, like, like, like just a like a knot, like a like a, a, a like the wind is knocked out of its sails, but also like its intestines have been tied up, so it kind of grabs at its stomach and then again kind of falls to one knee and then kind of flops over onto its side kind of grabbing at its stomach immediately travis looks back at the console to see if anything has changed um the, the third light is on the uh the light above the third switch is is flashing in this in a similar manner to the first one it's going red green red red green red and it's faster than the sequence was on the first <laughs> i'll i'll 
I'll do another song to hit it in rhythm again if you want me to. Green, red, red, green, red, red, green, red, red, green, red, red. Oh, and I got to think of another jam. Let's let's pause for a second. I, I can't use the same song. I again. mean, I've got one in my head. Me too. What do you, what do you got? Um, it's uh, the the Bjork cover of "It's So oh, So Quiet." Uh, I don't know it. I've so... got uh, you're tearing up my heart when I. It's I'm funny. I was I, I I was uh, I was trying to find something else. Backstreet Boys. Okay, I've got a song. It's gonna be. Yeah, I don't know the words well enough, but I use that tune in order to hit it on the beat. That one is a slightly different time signature, so I'm only going to give you a plus three for this one. Okay. That is, which makes sense because it's three four instead of four four. Why not? I'll pretend that's what I intended to do. But yeah, give me that that roll, which is. Uh, give me that role, which is coordination and tech. Okay, so three, um, three, and the bonus three. That's nine, and then the two to be on my own. So it's an eleven to begin with. I'm like the doctor, and I rolled a ten. So yeah, no, twenty-one. <laughs> that is a yes. You you, you cool. wait cool. for that light to cool. flash cool. green, cool. and you flick it, and the light above it turns white, and we are now in the final moment of the dreamscape. Speaking of white, you're surrounded by it on all sides. And then you hear the familiar rumble and feel it under your feet of your old cockpit. Literally the cockpit of the plane you were flying in episode one. Because this is the moment right before you were abducted. I'm kind of going to look back to the doctor because I don't know what to do. I don't know what happens next. Um... There's someone else in the cockpit in the... uh... Yeah, I, I assume that it's um I, I assume that it's my navigator. Um It's just you and the doctor. And you. Okay, I then I guess at that point I'm gonna I'm gonna go up to me. And um Hmm. The pilot's chair spins around, uh, and the other Millie faces you, and it's not a young Millie. It's you. It is the Millie you were just before you met the doctor, alone in your old plane. Uh, you look uh, in the cockpit and see uh, a newspaper, the Telegraph Journal. It's May 20th, 1932, and this is your first attempt at a transatlantic flight. The last thing you can remember, and now you properly remember it, is taking off from Harbor Grace, Newfoundland, on your greatest flight yet. All right, um... I'm kind of going to look at myself, and I'm going to look out at... Am I flying over the ocean? I'm going to look out at the ocean. Um, I'll take on the navigator position in the plane, because normally there would be two people, one person running nav and the other flying. Um, and I'm just going to say to myself, you're not going to want to miss this. And uh, and I'll start doing the navigation work to make sure that she gets home okay. This flight was originally solo, uh, and you know that. It was going to be your great pride and joy to fly alone across this ocean. And you still are. It's you and you. And maybe your best friend. Fly off across the horizon together and into history. I got goosebumps. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Oh man, that's cool. The fourth light on the base of the machine lights up, completing the row of four. There's one switch 
left. The somnivore lies incapacitated on the floor and is not going anywhere for a while. So you have... Somnivores got... on the floor. Somnivores <laughs> on the floor. Great. I look at this thing dead in the eyes and I say, there are four lights and hit the last switch. Um, the light turns white, but nothing seems to happen. There are four lights. There are four lights. And I just keep saying it, saying it, <laughs> trying to have this awesome moment that's just not happening yet. <laughs> An echo of the um, the psychic connection between you and the Somnivore still remains, but it's starting to dwindle. I need you to do a, um, uh, a presence and uh, resolve check for me, please. Three, three, uh, with my additional plus two? Yes. Eight to start... Uh, that's another 10 on the dice. Uh, 18. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Uh, that is yes. Um, the, you, you become aware of the fact that the, the light switch has not turned on. It is a, um, a psychic illusion that the machine is projecting. And, uh, you become aware of the fact that there is a fifth switch on the back of the unit. There are four lights. There are five lights. <laughs> uh, Travis reaches for the last switch. Uh, the switch, uh, you flick the switch, um, all of the lights in this ward come up, and um, the Doctor and Millie uh, wake up suddenly with a startle. <laughs> the younger Millie begins to stir, but is not quite quite waking up just yet but you do see throughout the rest of the ward people are starting to um are starting to rouse from their from their sleep uh i think the first thing i would do is basically try to get our millie away from younger millie Ah, because i don't want smart call (laughs) yeah because i don't want younger millie to see our millie so i I don't want to see younger millie why is an an older male version of me standing up on my bed (laughs) so that's me doing younger millie yeah (laughs) i'm playing two roles in this episode uh so i i'm the patrick troughton of this episode i I definitely check to see if the doctor is okay and but then i help uh millie to her feet or at least the best version of it and you know at least escort her further away from the bed and kind of looking yeah. back and trying to get the doctors like, okay. Yeah, I'm very much with you on this. Yeah, I'm trying to get Millie away from here. But I'm also like checking to see what's happening with the somnivore. Okay, the somnivore that is on the ground is more or less incapacitated and, and, and barely conscious um, from the, the thorough um, boffing that, uh, that, that Travis gave him with the end of the, was it the... Staff of Justice, Staff TM, Justice, TM, 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 TM. And I look yeah. back to the doctor and said, he started it, and I, 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 only, I didn't punch him. Yep, you're fine. Um, I, I <laughs> start just, like, job. knocking over the machines that they were using. Like, I'd like to destroy okay. those machines. There are no, there are, there's definitely no power to these machines anymore, but as you knock them over, sparks start to go up. Okay. And then the, the, the that metal shutter, mm-hmm. um, uh, slides open, and standing on the other side is one of the, uh, somnivores. Um, dressed dressed in his in his medical garb, but with no mask, you can see clearly for the first time um, this kind of thin lipped uh, mouth and, and and kind of the, the pallid grey skin and white eyes mm-hmm. um, of a of a of a somnivore um, as it uh, kind of observes the chaos, kind of coldly, unemotionally. Mm-hmm. And I walk up to it and I just go, "Nap time is over." That's a sick burn. That's a sick burn. I'm giving you a story point back for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the somnivore says, 
We are the last of our kind. We we are looking for a new home. This was to be our new home, and these were to be our cattle. Using sentient beings as cattle is a practice that I cannot and will not abide. Now, I understand fully what it's like to be the last of your kind. There are many people who are more than happy to feed you their dreams. But you need to get their permission first. This planet is protected. I'm going to give you another story. <laughs> yeah! Oh, okay. Uh, give me uh, presence and convince. I'm pretty sure you get some other buffs from your traits as well. Okay. You should the, get something. And you still have the additional um, plus one convince. Yeah, I have the plus one convince. And I also yeah. have... Uh, I'm charming... Um, yeah, you I'm are. Distinctive. <laughs> um, hey, 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 hey. Um, I have tough. I have voice of authority. I'll definitely give a plus two for voice of authority. Okay. So presence and convince plus one plus two. Okay. Ooh. Okay. So I had a twelve and I rolled an eight. So oh, I have twenty. Grief. All right. So <laughs> it's the doctor. What do you expect? <laughs> All right. That is uh, that is a fantastic. That is a yes and. Dope. Um. And, uh, it, uh, the, the Somnivore looks to you, and, uh, in as much as you are able to discern, you see a flash of worry on its face. Mm-hmm. Um, and it pulls a small device out of its pocket and clicks it. And in that moment, the Somnivore standing in front of you, the Somnivore curled up on the ground crying like a baby, the equipment, the shutter, everything evaporates. Yeah, we won! Alright. Um, but standing yeah. behind, <laughs> Yeah. Where that somnivore was. Uh you you see a familiar face. It's Eleanor. And she just saw all of this happen. And she kind of looks to the group with a with a look of confusion on her face and and uh and says uh what what was that? Who are you? There was actually a gas leak in this piping up here, and what we just saw was the extinguishing of some toxic gas that was actually knocking out many of the people in this room. I don't think everyone here actually has sleeping sickness. I think they were being knocked out by the gas. Presence and convince, please. <laughs> Do you guys want to chime in with anything in this moment? Um, nope. I think that... <laughs> Millie is really trying to make sure that her childhood friend does not recognize her in a mustache, so, you know, there's a lot going on. The older yeah, version, too. I'm going to have 20 on that one. Because I, yeah, have a, I rolled a nine. My plus one for my convince because of the uh, the costume. And, uh, yeah, I have, uh, I have rolled a 20. Nice. Um, that's without my charm you get my a, voice of authority. You get, that's a good roll against uh, Eleanor's uh, own uh, resolve. Uh, you got, a, you got a, a fantastic, so that's a yes and. So she is uh, absolutely convinced and, and said, well, what can I, how can I help you? Do you need me to help evacuate? people from this wing of the hospital what how can i help i think that would be best i think that um like i think this woman over here only has sinusitis i don't think that she actually has sleeping disease and then i also uh is that what you have with sinusitis yeah okay. and i think yeah i think just evaluating who actually belongs in this ward and as who doesn't you, as you say that as you're pointing to the younger millie she's kind of sitting up on the bed with like her her 
head in her her hands, like kind of like that post sleep, like just kind of like <clears throat> rubbing her eyes. As she's waking up, as she's rubbing her eyes, I step in between, just like discreetly, like adjusting my weight and kind of just slightly obscure young Millie's view of Billy slash Millie. That's great. Like Billy and Billy and Millie's excellent at Billy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. At some point, Millie's going to tell Billy's going to tell Millie and make sure she winds her watch. Yes. <laughs> And, a, and then a, a garbage can falls from the ceiling. <laughs> if, Sorry. Uh, if 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 uh, if the younger Millie uh, and the older Billy uh, share ice cream sandwiches together, it'll be a Billy Millie Vanilli. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not the only one who was trying to figure out how to make Millie Vanilli. <laughs> Thank you, well, you know what? It's a uh, it's a good day to blame it on the rain. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Eleanor nods at you, the doctor, and she begins to walk over to the younger Millie. Uh. I think as she, as she passes by, I don't think Millie wants to look back at her past self. She's kind of been dealing with a lot of that, you know, yeah. uh, uh, on this adventure. But I, I do think that the one little thing that she kind of wants to grant herself in this moment is she wants to reach out as Eleanor passes by and kind of grab her hand and squeeze it for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just kind of book it out of there, just like yeah. release her hand and, and just make her way back to the TARDIS. Eleanor stops as you guys are kind of booking it. Um, Eleanor stops and kind of looks back at you, and you don't see this kind of moment of. Is the, do I know? I think I know. Nah. And then she continues to walk onto the younger man. So it is a couple of hours later, maybe even not a couple of hours, maybe even like half an hour, thirty to sixty minutes later, when you guys are standing outside of the uh, the, the the storage room where the, you know where the TARDIS is initially parked, and you're seeing. All of these patients who were in the, um, the, the quiet ward, uh, being walked through to other areas of the hospital to receive treatment and ultimately be discharged. Um, and, uh, you haven't seen the, the younger Millie yet, but you're just kind of, you're just kind of, it's really just kind of observing the kind of, you know, make sure that there's no signs of, you know, more somnivore activity that they've actually gone and there def- definitely doesn't appear to be anything. Um, and, uh, you, you're kind of, kind of in a uh, in a reflective mood, um, uh, Travis. You you had a, a genuine moment of bravery, kind of holding your own against um, against this larger, physically aggressive somnivore. Um, and for that, you're getting you're going to get a new, uh, a, new uh, a, a trait on your character sheet. You're All right. Run, you can add brave. All right. Oh, oh yay! Neat. <laughs> and uh, and Millie, you um you now know the circumstances of your abduction. You know when and where you were abducted from. Um, okay. Your temporal amnesia is gone. You Neat. Have perfect clarity. Doctor, you. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. You're pretty cool. <laughs> I have a lot of traits. It's okay. Yes. You remain okay. Look, I still have my. Do I get to keep these extra story points that I got in this story that I didn't get a chance to use? Um, you can't. You can never have more than your maximum. So okay. we'll go back to what are you at? Eight is eight. I maximum? never used any of this story. Well, I guess yeah. I get, I got my. So I'm just back to normal anyway. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I will um, put those in a pocket for a later serial. Okay. Because you did earn them. Yeah. Um, but uh, for now, for the, for the next serial, you'll go back to uh, cool. to uh, to eight for That's the next fair. serial. Um, so your, your work here is, is done and the, the TARDIS awaits. What would you like to do? I check in with Millie to make sure she's okay. Are you okay? Well, um, um, I, I, I suppose on any adventure, you're always going to experience, um, some hard parts along the way. And, uh, I'd 
the only question that seems to be on my my mind it wasn't it wasn't how did was i in my own head how i was i was able to be in a in a room with myself uh why do you think that the tardis took us here funny thing about time travel um sometimes you have to go backwards before you can go forwards huh and uh and i think with that millie's going to kind of nodding her head in in with like a sense of knowing she's kind of going to work make her way to her room and she's going to lie down and sleep like the dead <laughs> for a while <laughs> she's had a day um but she will take the doctor's words with her uh i think while the two of them are having their heart to heart travis takes the staff of justice uh back to his room and just i think the tardis has instinctively cleared a spot on the mantle oh and he puts it up there and like he looks at it and smiles and just like it, it it won't be like the weapon he carries around or anything like that but it's like you're not gonna uh, walk around with a sharpened rod that exactly you, just yeah. you <laughs> have a collectible <laughs> from time travel exactly now. but it's also a memory of you know maybe for the first time in his life ever where travis you know got to be brave yeah I and love it. i think uh a lot of the concern that he talked about with the doctor earlier about you know the fear of not knowing is maybe lessened now i like that a lot me um, too doctor you are you are alone with your thoughts in the in the the tardis console room and the the engine is already going the random the randomizer is already picking its its next destination mm-hmm. um you were in the younger millie's dreamscape you were with millie as she went from you know from you know, leaped from place to place each time hoping the next leap would be the leap home. Oh, man! <laughs> and it never was. Next companion, Scott Bakula. <gasps> oh, sorry, wrong. Sorry, I always get those two mixed up. Um, and uh, something's troubling you. Something is on your mind. And that is the moment from which Amelia Earhart was abducted from time by the, uh, the, the head of acquisitions. Mm-hmm. If they're picking people at the end of their timeline just before they die, why would it have taken her in 1932? Yeah, that was actually a thing that I was concerned about at the time. Mm. I remember saying to Millie, like, you were taken at the wrong time and I'm yeah. supposed to be, like, I have to get you home somehow. Yeah. Okay, great. So that's, that's like, that's been, now that that moment is kind of cemented in your mm-hmm. mind, that's definitely something that is, that is turning over. Okay. Um, and I, I think knowing that, I, um, I kind of like, so Millie and, and Travis are not in the room right now, right? Okay. I um knowing that information, I swing the monitor around and I look up and I kinda like scroll through like history, like newspapers or like almost like a microfiche. Yeah. Um and I I go to nineteen thirty seven when Amelia's supposed to disappear and I look for that newspaper article. Yeah. You find you find those articles, you find those uh those headlines and it confirms Amelia Earhart went missing in 1937. That is when history still records that she went missing. Okay, I look at that, and I kind of stare off in the middle distance like doctors do, and I press the randomizer button, and I look very concerned. The engine, the the TARDIS rotor goes up and down. There is the grinding and groaning of ancient engines as the TARDIS heads off to its next destination.
after after a short jaunt in the vortex, the uh, the the time rotor comes to a a, a chunk as the uh, as the the TARDIS materializes, and in that moment you feel um, a gentle heat coming from your inside pocket from the psychic paper. So I reach in and I grab it and I look at it. Uh, you see a uh, a three word message. It says, "Coffee, ten minutes." 